What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Eddie, with Flex Machine Tools, and welcome to this episode of Flex and Friends, our video cast and podcast experience where I get to sit down with, chat with, hang out with, and pick the brain of the industry's loudest, proudest, best, brightest, most passionate, and profound thought leaders. And we're going to be talking about everything, you guessed it, manufacturing. And as always, I have a killer lineup of guests, and this is no exception to that specific trend and rule. So without further ado, let's bring in our very special guest on this episode, Nicole Walter. All right. Nicole is in the house. Girl, what's going on? (laughs) Hey, Eddie. How are you? It is well with my soul. The mic is hot. The internet bandwidth is kicking. So we are set up to finally, finally have a good conversation. So first off, how's your day been starting? Uh, it's crazy. Um, like literally crazy. I haven't stopped since I walked in the door at eight. Um, I've been dealing with a lot of fires. I have a lot of new hires. I have my interns here. One had their last day. So it's just been chaotic. That, that is wonderful, though. But brew uh, me this. If it was any other way, you'd probably be bored, right? I'd be bored. And I'd probably leave <laughs> and, like, go golf or do something. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So until then, the golf game will have to be put on hold because we got to put out these fires. And who better than somebody with your skills, magnitude, leadership, and abilities? So with that, obviously, Nicole, you're a very well-known individual, not only you know within your walls, but just within the industry, not only just being a woman in that specific segment as well, but you're just a high-magnitude leader. And we've, we have to get to know you more. But as we do, I'd like to get to know you more personally and with a dabble of professional touch in there as well. So what do we got to do to get to know you a little better? I mean, just ask any questions. I'm an open book. I am very transparent on a lot of things. Um, I credit the Latinaness to me that I have a big bite. I talk a lot. I will always keep it real, whether you want to hear it or not. So I'm always that fresh voice of reason or not reason, I guess, depending how you like the news or don't. So <laughs> <laughs> a fresh voice. Nonetheless, you put the sauce on it if you need it. I dig it. What else do you have for us? Um, well, yeah, no, I mean, I love this industry. It's been so fun being a part of it for the past 11 years that I have been in it. Um, it's been really cool to like see the evolution of the company. It's been cool to get my hands dirty. Um, you know, originally when I was trying to pick a career or profession, I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. Like I love to work with my hands. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize that what capacity it was going to be in. So it's really cool that I can still work with my hands today just differently. Um, but, you know, doing precision machining classes, I still go out on the shop floor. I still get, you know, full of oil. My clothes are constantly getting ruined. So I just, you know, it's it's a cool, great vibe. I love being out on the floor with the team and, and being able to, to help where I can, especially in the past two years. It's been really crazy. And so I've had to like help out and uh, it's been good for me. It's been good for morale. And I just overall for as a leader, um, it's just been great just because I help out and, you know, we're other. And so I think the team sees me differently too. We have a lot of different ways that we like banter, which is pretty cool. Um, And, you know, it keeps things exciting. And, you know, you, you empathize with them too, when you're out on the shop floor and when you're standing on your feet for eight, nine hours a day, um, you know, we've made a lot of different changes on the shop floor to accommodate that like new stools, better stools, better mats. Um, I now purchase everyone's 
uh, shoes for them. And like every time that they need one, like we're constantly revamping and, mm -hmm. you know, what it is, like custom inserts or stuff. I just think that whatever we can do to like make it better for everyone out there, the better it is for the company in itself. Mm -hmm. True story. So as you'll see here, I got a pair of Nikes I've been I've had since 2014. Um, if you can get a new size, Air Force Ones, that'd be yeah. fantastic. No, no, I'm kidding. That is amazing. And it's so funny you say that because it reminds me of a, another guest, Ashley Walters. Or, sorry, um, uh, oh my gosh, Ashley from, from Onyx, if you will. I apologize, I messed up her last name. But she is just, <laughs> just the solid leader. And I feel like within the women leadership, there's so much empathy. And you use the word as well. Um, it's just it's really, it's liberating almost. And it's freeing to know that there are leaders like yourself out there who, who do care. Cause of course we want to, we want to get production. We want to, we're trying to grow companies, do things along those lines, but the empathy that, that you're bringing to the game um, is, is just second to none. And I dig that. But aside from us getting to know you on a personal level, uh, Nicole, I'm, I'm curious, what are you passionate about? That's what I need to know. Oh God. Yeah. So I would say on a personal side, I am a avid, avid equestrian rider. I'm very passionate about that. I have been riding since I was four years old. I have a horse. I've had him now for four years. I imported him from the Netherlands. And so I go to horse shows a lot. I compete against a, a ton of people. We win, we lose. Um, but it's, a, it's about horsemanship and being one with the horse. And I feel like that's the only thing besides wine like settles me back down so i try to go to the barn as, as often as possible to try to like regroup myself mm -hmm. um but yeah super passionate about that uh passionate about golf even though i suck uh i should be a lot better than what i am since <laughs> I've been playing for so long so there's that um and you know i i'm, I'm just i i love to read so i'm passionate about that as well a good mm -hmm. uh glass or a bottle of wine and just uh reading is is my jam um I just like to decompress a lot and I'm an only child. And so for me, oh. alone time is like super, super key. Right. Um, and, and so that's important for me to get out. And like you said, like if it's a day that morning, there's nothing, um, I'll leave because I feel like I'm working all the time and I am right. Just because I'm not in the business doesn't mean I'm not thinking about it, not strategizing, not trying to figure out what the next best move is on the weekends. I'm working kind of dabbling mm -hmm. into the other things. Um, and so it's important to like self-reflect by yourself and to kind of like regroup. And so I'm passionate about that because I think it's really important and not to have a burnout, you know, especially like I said earlier, the past two years have been really rough and I don't think that we're doing enough to kind of regroup and, uh, kind of deal with like mental health issues as well, too. I mean, it, that's a real thing. So super passionate about travel obviously i love manufacturing i love mentorship i love having these interns that come here and you can kind of mold them and try to let them see what uh manufacturing is all about and whether they want to be in the industry going forward or not i think it's really cool to like let them see it from a different lens mm -hmm. and give them that opportunity so even though my dad and pretty much probably everyone here thinks that i'm crazy because it's like we don't have enough time um, I, I just think it's such great stuff and I love the vibes that they bring in here. Like the energy is just amazing. It's off the charts. It's really cool to give back. Um, it's really see when they grasp it and they understand it and you can, I like, you can like leave them alone. I, I just think that is so cool. And so, you know, that's like good for my soul. Just like riding is good for my soul. Um, golf is not good for my soul cause I just get mad, but like, it's just, yeah. it's able to do things, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. Here's the real question. Can you ride a horse while reading a book and drinking wine at the same time? Can you do this? No, but I've definitely been in competitions where they have like these fun adult classes, like during Halloween, where yeah. they do give you a glass of wine and you're supposed to like ride around and whoever has the most wine left in your cup wins. I've never been able to do that. So. <laughs> oh yeah, you're like, where did mine go? It just disappeared. Yeah, I was drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Well, cool. Well, cool. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress. I just thought that's funny. That's it's really cool to learn what human beings are passionate about. It's one of my favorite things to, to learn about others. And as we continue to learn about you, uh, we know where you are now. Obviously, you know it's very well known, kind of where you're at now um, in, in your career, and it's really awesome to be able to see that and the representation you're bringing to the industry. But can you kind of maybe give us just a couple of key steps into your journey into where you were now? Or where you are now, I should say? Yeah. Well, I mean, I love to learn. And so when I came into this industry, it was all about having to learn. I was super green. I knew nothing about the business whatsoever. And I think that was the coolest part about it is I got to really level up every single time. So I did start in shipping and receiving. I learned inventory management. I came into the front office and learned how to do payroll, how to do accounting, how to do, you know, invoicing, payables, uh, estimating, um, purchasing. I mean, there's just so many variables that I, I learned throughout my career. And it's so cool now that I know every single aspect of this business. And I think that makes me lethal, right? I can go out in the shop. I, I can run machines. I can come in here. I can do strategy. I can do finance reports and I can do marketing. Um, so I think it's really important to be able to know your stuff, um, yeah. especially if you're trying to like grow in your career. It's really important, right? I mean, yeah. you want to be useful. You want to be beneficial. And I think just for me, I just love to learn and I love to know things. And so for me, it was like, oh, let's we're going to implement, you know, 3D modeling and SolidWorks. Let's go learn so that I can at least understand what we're trying to implement. Um, and, you know, Networking for me is huge. And I think that's a lot of the reasons besides the, the personal stuff that has gotten me to where I am. Um, networking is everything. I, I've, I'm a huge advocate for these organizations and you meet people and tell you their, their do's and don'ts and like there's lessons learned and best practices. And it's cool to like go tour your, your friends' companies. Um, and other organizations, like they have like these shop tours. And I think that's really valuable because you can take what you're learning and you can apply it to your own business and say, you know, this is something that we didn't think about, but looks really dope to do. We should do it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think that being able to be open about new ideas is super key in elevating not just yourself, but your company and your team. Yeah, the truest of the true. And I love how you're this your dialogue or monologue if we will keeps going back to your team and the energy of that like i think it's awesome that you're so aware of that and it's and you said lethal and you're absolutely right like you knowing all of that it, it's it's very much i'm sure uh one of the many reasons why you're in the position that you are in now and why you are the leader that you are in this industry because you have that specific experience. And I, again, I, I can't speak enough to how I think it just really bolsters what it is that you're doing. And so for those who potentially live under a rock, uh, by all <laughs> means, and don't pay attention to anything, can you please just briefly let us know where you are now and what you specifically do within manufacturing? Yeah, so I'm of HM Manufacturing and it took me a while to get here. Um, I started in 2009. My dad started the business in 1979, and it just 
took a long time to really get through the grime and to understand and to put the grit to it so that you could show your value, not just to my own dad, uh, but to the other you know, team members that were here. And not everyone lasted, right? I mean, you're always going to have to find your, your own crew. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's been really cool to see the new product lines that we've brought in. I mean, we, we do a lot of power transmission components. So a lot of precision gears, precision timing belt pulleys and splines. Um, and now we do in it, like complete gearboxes and assemblies. And uh, we've added a lot of cool features, a lot of technology we've been continuing to add. And so the past four years that I've officially taken over, um, I've really made it a point to add the technology add the automation pieces where we can start streamlining um, to really develop the team. I mean, we have a very young workforce out of everyone out in the shop and actually internally here, the average age now is only 31 years old. So we're young. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and then, you know, all the social media stuff that I do, I'm always really forward about the team. I always showcase them. And, and I think it's really important to, the next generation in as quickly as possible and just kind of have them shadow your more senior people and just keep that going. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's jump into that because if you have that low of an average age in that type of, you know, machining environment or just your environment in general, and you're thinking about that next wave, everybody's like, how can we engage with the Gen Z, you know, future workforce? So, I mean, you're doing it. How do we yeah. do that? And where are we missing the mark? Like, fill us in. Yeah. So I think it's so much easier where we're located. You know, northwest of Chicago, we have a lot of talent pool that we can pull from. Mm -hmm. And so what I do at, at the company is I've partnered with a lot of the local high schools that have manufacturing programs. And I sit on their advisory board. And so a lot of times the teachers will come and ask like, what types of programs should we be running? What should we be teaching the kids? Like, you know, what are you seeing in the next trends of manufacturing really gonna need something for? And so to be able to kind of curate that type of program with the teachers and the superintendents, because you have to have buy-in from like every avenue, right? It's important. And so when these teachers really see, and, and a lot of them do go and, tour a lot of the local manufacturing companies to see about and okay. to see like where the students are going to be best fit for them for internships that they do offer. Um, that's like the greatest thing ever is a lot of the local high schools are really big lately into in, like for internships. And I'm always the sucker to be like, yep, yep, I'll take more. However many, like I do year internships because I think it's so important oh, to wow. just keep people in the door. I mean, yeah. We keep changing our technology like every six months. Like I got a robot coming in here on the 25th of August. So we keep updating and we keep advancing. And so it's really cool to see what the interns were, were like six months ago to what now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's an evolution process. And so for us as owners, I think it's really important to give these kids a chance. I, I, I think it's so, so important. So for us, um, you know, that feeder program that I've worked really hard with for these local high schools, they come to me for about six to eight weeks, depending. And then if they're graduating, they'll start to do kind of like their, like an afternoon shift. Cause normally they have like their high schools, let them out at like noon. So they'll come at one and they'll work till about four thirty-five. So you start to like get them ingrained into like what the schedule is really going to look like. Uh -huh. And then I hire them full time. 
Wow. And so that's how I'm doing it. It's like I started as like an internship. We then kind of morph into like this apprenticeship program where, you know, even though they're hired full time, they're kind of moving around to different uh, divisions, whether it's milling, sure. whether it's turning, grinding, all of the things. Mm -hmm. But they have a full time position and right off the bat. And, and so that's how I'm doing it. That's how it comes and, uh, and And the guys love it. I mean, there's not one person out there that doesn't think it's like so cool to like see these young kids come in because they've done it. They've seen it. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think that it's like a huge testament for them. It's like, hey, I graduated from the same high school. Look where I'm at now. This is where you could be in five, six years from now. So mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Cool is an understatement. I love talking to guests. I mean, I love all my guests, if you will, but the, they're, they're, and they, everyone has their specific component. There have been a variety of them and the more successful um, on their specific levels that are directly looking at that future workforce, recognizing it for what it is, recognizing the challenges, but very much genuflecting and accommodating to those specific needs. And every single one of them are just having such good success when they integrate that and they at least open their minds and physically their door to those opportunities. So that that's awesome. That's amazing yeah. feedback. And I'm not surprised it's working well for you. And, and I love the mentorship that's involved as well, because you can almost physically see, okay, if I stay this path, this is my very much end result because they were there in, in my spot not that long ago. I'm sure you probably see that a lot. Yeah. And you know, it's relatable, right? There's nothing yeah. there. I know there's nothing worse. I remember being in my engineering classes, like, oh my God, I'm the only girl. This sucks. This is awful. And yeah. it, it almost makes you not want to continue because you're by yourself on this island. And so here, when they come here, they don't feel that way because there's other 18 year olds, there's other 21 year olds, there's, there's a lot of different uh, age groups. And I think that that is so important to have. I mean, my dad still shows up every day, God bless him at 79. And, you know, he's, he's kind of like the, the old dad of the group. He comes around and, you know, he kind of like and gives them a little, you know, a little hard time here and there. And, and it's really cool because it's just, it's a different, it's a different way of approaching, mm -hmm. I think, a career and a job, right? When you can make it not so stale, like I'll have the interns or my marketing girl go out there and start doing TikToks and they love it, right? Because they're 18 and TikToks, all the things. Mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. they get in on it. They get in on the trends. And so to break up the monotony of just running a machine all the time and like, hey, we're going to do a trend right now, like, you know, five minutes. It's all it's all we need from you. I think that's that's fun. It's different. And uh, and I think it does speak to the reasons why the vibes out there are just they're high, high energy and everyone's always willing to do more. I'm not surprised because they're surrounded by good examples and they have a good ramp to be able to, to, to take off from. I think it's, 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 it's clearly genius. It's clearly working for you and I couldn't be more happy for you. And, and from that, as we kind of transition, one thing that you and I had talked about in our earlier conversations is your familiarity with the current like climate of like the tax environment within uh, the US, if you will. So I guess I'm just kind of in, in, curious about some of the impacts that you're seeing that that's ha having on the industry as a whole. Yeah, well, you know, we all talk about the big R word, recession, 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 like recession. And I mm -hmm. think that um, we've really seen it in manufacturing yet. I think we're also insanely busy from like the backlog of two years ago, which I think is great. Um, but there are concerns, right? I, you know, the slowdowns, you do hear some of these other larger companies starting to lay off like Tesla and stuff like that. Um, way more expensive. And so when you start to look at things as a whole, 
uh, it is concerning. If they do start to raise taxes on small business, like what's that going to look like for, you know, the smaller businesses that are really pouring their profits back into the company to reinvest on, on a different scale. And normally for us, when we reinvest, it's, it's either machinery, it's new technology, it's bonuses and raises, it's being able to give more benefits uh, to the team. And, and so the more they keep gouging you when you're, you know, trying real hard to just stay afloat, make a profit, but still keep going, um, it's concerning. And so I, I know a lot of the, uh, a lot of the are starting to put like kind of a hold on their equipment purchasing just in case. And so, um, yeah, here we are. I, I think we're still going to be busy. Um, I think there's going to be companies that are going to be hurt versus others. I, I think time will tell, but it's out there. Manufacturing is still is great, but you know, everyone always knows that the shoe is going to drop at some point. We just don't know when. Sure. Valid point. Uh, it, it's interesting to, to, to hear your perspective on it, seeing it from the lens in which you operate and can view the, the entire situation from a business ownership standpoint. You know, um, recession affects everybody, at least the term differently uh, by any means, depending on where you are specifically. But knowing and hearing your specific thoughts on the on the impacts of the industry is valuable. But but with that, let's say that we're super you know motivated and we want to be solution oriented. How can an individual even get Get involved or even do anything along those lines in response to this yeah um, so for me i don't it's so crazy how like i kind of got into it but um i think getting involved is for the very just easy way of doing it is your local trade associations do have advocacy programs and so if you do want to be able to understand more what's going on and have a voice on you know, your state level, that's always really approachable. Mm. Um, mine just kind of happened by happenstance. I was just on a panel at a, uh, at a trade association and a uh, state congressman showed up and was listening to what I had to say. And the very next week I got a phone call and said, Hey, we're looking to like, like a tour. Um, would you be willing to host? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I think it's great when you have uh, state and local officials want to come and understand more about manufacturing and, and meet people, right? And hear of what course. we're doing, right? That's yeah. so, so important. So I had him come by and then kind of the rest is history. All of a sudden I became like your, your business person to be all over the place and everywhere. And eventually I started to be a part of the USMCA policy bill that we uh, all wrote and co-sponsored. So it's been cool, but I think it's really important to as manufacturers, small business, to have ourselves be heard. Um, you know, they're always looking for us to hear what's happening on our side. And uh, if we don't start preaching and we don't start opening our mouths, they're gonna go and run off and do whatever they wanna do. So the more we can verbalize and band together, the better off we are. So I would definitely start at a smaller scale and then see who you meet. And uh, a lot of times, officials do go by these trade associations because they do have a really big footprint of manufacturers that obviously are members and mm -hmm. manufacturing is still a really big thing in this country. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. True story out there sounding the alarm going back to that thing you said you like to do earlier. That's a uh, networking. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's like that's brought multiple benefits in your life. It's funny how that works, right?
I mean, I love saying yes to things, but I also say no all the time. Mm -hmm. I say yes to opportunities, but every time, uh, you know, someone wants to ask me for something, I say no. So opportunities, yes. If mm -hmm. one of the guys comes in here and says, I'd be like, no, it's a joke. <laughs> and I, I hear them out. But um, sure. I do love to say yes to opportunities because you never know where it's going to take you. A man couldn't preach that any louder. And speaking of opportunities and things that people are all about, women in manufacturing. It's mm -hmm. been a thing for sure, but I have heard more in the last three years, more noise being made from that sector in a good way. Um, and again, individuals sounding the alarm, you got a variety of, of, of women who are really elevating their presence and making it known that they're not here to take part, they're here to take over. And you are very much on that specific <laughs> list. I'd say close to the top for our industry with everything that you're doing. What's trending? Um, What's trending? I think what's trending is the ability for women having a career. I think the whole spectrum has changed drastically. I think the days of, of us kind of staying at home, I mean, God bless what you want, but I think there's such a women empowerment today that mm -hmm. it's no longer taboo when you see a woman in the workforce or in you know, these types of male dominated industries, it's becoming the norm. And I think that's great. You know, more women are going to college, more women are taking on different degrees and not necessarily um, are pregnant. They do have a kid. They're staying in their careers. Like they keep working, like working moms now is a thing. And so I think that there's just been an evolution of changes within company structures, corporate structures that are allowing women today to be able to continue their careers while still being moms. And I think that's all the rage. It's so exciting. It's so fun. I mean, just me, just like four years ago, going to IMTS, and and seeing all these people walk around it was so cool to see more women start to show up as as people in the industry and i was like oh my god when did this start happening it was so cool it was so exciting so i stopped i'm like have you been in in this industry oh like a year or two like you know i i did a little bit of stuff out of college and i had an internship here or i'm in purchasing or I'm an R&D or I'm an engineer. And so it's really cool to see that STEM is working. And I think the more vocal we are in social media, right? Like, again, there's nothing better starting than seeing yourself or someone like you on social media doing the things you're doing. And I think that that's starting to really catch hold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a... Uh... It's intriguing that you say that. Um, I'm reading a book now, uh, Matthew McConaughey's Green Light, and, he, and one of, he hit me with a real profound statement is that not everybody needs advice. Sometimes they just need to know they're not the only one. That's right. And I feel like, the, uh, and mind you, I cannot, I, I cannot truly understand because I'm not a woman within manufacturing. But I feel like as a, as that kind of pack mentality, they don't need advice. They don't need to be told what to do. They just need to know that they're not the only one in the room. And I think that's becoming way more apparent just from what I'm seeing. And I know I live with blinders on to an extent, like we all do. But it's <laughs> awesome to hear that you are not only a part of the wave, but you're a huge battery and force behind it as well. And I'm sure you probably take a lot of pride in that, right? I do. I think it's so much fun. Like I talked about the interns, right? I think it's so great to get the young girls in here and mentor them and show them like, hey, I did it. I didn't know that I wanted to be in this industry whatsoever. It kind of just like fell in my lap a little bit. Um, and, and I took it for what it was. And I decided that I was going to really scale and, and, and be a better version of what a president and leader could be. 
And, and so when you can take these young girls that are like 16, 17, and 18 and help them through and give them an opportunity, uh, oh my God, it's just so cool to see them like smile. You can just see the sense of pride in them that they think they can do anything. And that's what I want to do. I want to make them feel like they can do anything. Yes. Yes. All right, cool. That, that, that was, that was wonderful and beautiful. And I'm so happy that you share that way to, way to punch that in there. Cause they can, I dig that. I got two little girls myself. And I try to empower the absolute hell out of them and, and they're, they're little ladies and I absolutely love it. So that being said, I'm super blessed to have you here. And then, so obviously I love keeping in contact with you and then looking at all the cool things that you're doing. But for those who want to learn more, want to keep in touch, just want to see what you got going on. Where can we keep in touch? Uh, LinkedIn for sure. We're very, very active on social media. So we have uh, an HM manufacturing page, my personal page, which I'm always posting and updating. Same with the company, all the things we're doing, whether it's about uh, team post, whether it's a, a new hire, whether it's product spotlight or a new piece of technology we've implemented. That's always big. Uh, you can always look at us on our website, www.hmmanufacturing.com. Uh, we are on all the socials, so definitely check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok, too. So that's cool. Cool, girl. No, that, that's wonderful. So we are now in the know. Nicole, it's seriously been uh, truly wonderful being able to just kind of pick your brain, find out what your passions are, and everything <laughs> in between. So super thankful for you joining us on today's episode. Remember, hey, everybody, for all of our Flex and Friends episodes, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. We go live every single week, but we trickle in a little bit of extra content here every once in a while. But for all those of you listening live or listening at home, on the road, in the car, wherever it may be, we appreciate you as you all stay awesome. Hey, you stay flexing, and we will <laughs> surely see you next time.